Welcome back everyone to First Gen's Table Talks with Leslie Mendez. I hope everyone is doing well and just hold on, school is almost over. On today's episode, we will talk about the importance of mental health. I know that finals are coming up and people stress within the last few weeks of school. I recommend you all to listen to this entire episode for some advice on how to de-stress ourselves and how to help our mental health state. We have a special guest who will give us tips on how to help our mental health. Hi, I'm Hunter Bramlett. I'm one of the counselors here uh, in the Health and Wellness Center at Tech. Um, and I'm also a, a first-gen college student as well. Alrighty, so let's get started. So the first question that I have is, what is mental health? Yeah, so uh, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, we can kind of sum it up by talking about um, how we think, how we feel, how we act, are all kind of the, uh, the facets that go into mental health. Um, are we functioning well in our day-to-day uh, responsibilities? Are we um, enjoying the things that are enjoyable? Um, are we able to take care of the responsibilities that we have? Um, there's kind of a lot of facets that go into it, um, uh, but I think those are kind of the, uh, the big things we look at when we're talking about uh, how is our mental health? How are we doing with that? Mm, okay. So are college students at a higher risk for mental health problems than young adults not in college? Uh, so I, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the, the research certainly um, backs up the idea that for college students, mental health issues are, are certainly on the rise uh, pretty, pretty dramatically. Um, I actually uh, came across a, a study that was released this week that I was reading about um, this morning that um, it was 2,000 students uh, surveyed by uh, Inside Higher Ed, uh, which is a, a website that, that does a lot of stuff on higher education. Um, and uh, of those 2,000, um, they asked the question, uh, how was your overall mental health? Um, so only 39% of those said that their mental health was good or very good. Um, so that leaves a whole other 61% there that couldn't say their mental health was good or very good. So that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, over half, so somewhere around 56% said it was either fair or poor, um, with 22% of that saying that it was poor. So, I mean, roughly a quarter of college students would say, their mental health is poor, that they're really struggling with stuff. And then a whole nother big chunk would say, eh, some days are good, some days are not so good. So uh, I think if we look at the research, the stats that are coming out, then uh, certainly um, we see that it's uh, an issue for students for sure. So comparing now to this year, I guess our generation, my generation, compared yeah. to your generation, do you think we have more of mental health problems? Um, so I think probably things are, are, are just a little bit different at this point. I mean, different generations have different uh, contexts and different issues that, that come along. I think with a lot of the students we're seeing now, um, a lot of the issues are related to you know this pandemic that we've been going through for the past couple of years i mean obviously yeah. that that takes a toll on everybody um that that really wears people out and really um you know the day-to-day of uh you know 
for for a long period there of you know am I uh, am I going to get sick? What new restrictions are coming today versus you know different things? A lot of things that we just students especially never had to think of before. Um, I think that took a big toll uh, on students for sure. Um, I, so I, I think there are different contexts, and I think to to some extent as well, um, we we kind of just are, are uh, noticing a little bit more um, that, that sometimes students struggle with stuff, and and we're trying to to be more proactive with that, trying to take a a better stance of making sure that we're we're helping students who are struggling with that. Yeah, definitely agree. I think, you know, COVID did just affect a lot of things in general and everyone, not just college <laughs> yeah. students. Yeah, absolutely. So what type of students are at a higher or lower risk for mental health problems? Yeah. So, I mean, we certainly see uh, some groups that, that tend to, uh, the research says, you know, will present um, uh, a little bit more uh, struggles with mental health issues. You look at groups like um, LGBTQ students, you look at uh, minority students, um, even some good research shows that, uh, that first generation students uh, will possibly struggle a little bit more um, than, than other students. When we look at mental health, um, I mean, it's certainly an issue that, that impacts everybody. Um, it's something that, um, that anybody from uh, any group, any ethnicity uh, can struggle with. Um, but we do see that, that some students um, in some of those groups tend to struggle a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like me and my friends have always talked about, I think, in the Hispanic households, our parents don't believe in like going to counseling because they'll yeah. be like, you're crazy. Yeah. And it's not like you're crazy. And it's right. like you're right. telling them like sometimes you just need to talk to someone and sometimes they don't yeah. understand. And I think like as right. a first college student and well, now I don't live. Well, I do live with my friends, <laughs> but like I live here on, sure. on campus. Sure. So. Yeah. It's like whenever I go home, like now I feel like they understand comparing to my freshman year. Yeah. They would be like, or they would, it would be something, I guess like on Facebook, an example. Yeah. My dad gets on Facebook, he's like, how do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. And he was like, so what do you go to school for? And I'm just like, what does that have to do with anything? Right. And I'm just like, oh. I was like, sometimes y'all just don't understand. And I yeah. think this is everyone. Like sometimes like our parents don't understand and don't believe in like mental health. Sure. sure. But it's very important to know that. You know, obviously we go through things, and it's yeah. just that sometimes they don't understand. Yeah. And well, and I, I mean, I think that's common in, in lots of different uh, cultural contexts. Um, I think there are a lot of cultures where uh, that idea of mental health is, is taboo. Other cultures where it's a little um, easier to talk about those sort of things. Mm -hmm. Something that, that we have to do as, as counselors is kind of be aware of that, be aware of what that looks like in different cultural contexts so we can uh, try to help students um, in a way that, that fits with that. Um, and, and that can be a challenge sometimes, but, but something that uh, we try to, to take seriously and, and make sure we, we try to do. Yes. So what do I do if the support doesn't help? Yeah. Like uh, what kind of support are you talking about? So apparently like a 
your support system. Okay. So let's say friends or family yeah. or even going to counseling and let's say that that doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the reality is we all have different ways of, of handling stress. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes those things work well for us. Uh, sometimes that stress becomes something that is uh, too much for our normal ways mm-hmm. of, of coping to work with. We all have different ways of coping with things. I think a lot of times when we notice that, okay, this stress is beyond what I'm used to coping with, how I typically cope with things, um, then that's when we kind of look at, all right, what's going on here? What, what is causing this stress to be so much more than usual? Um, and if there's ways of dealing with that, then, okay, what changes do we need to make in that? Sometimes we have to say, okay, the stress just kind of is what it is. What do I need to do to make sure that I'm coping with that? Does that mean going to counseling? Does that mean uh, visiting a doctor? Does that mean um, finding other, some other sort of social support, something like that? Um, I, the, the things that help when it comes to coping uh, help are different for everybody. Um, it's hard um, uh, with a lot of things, uh, especially in the counseling realm, to say do one, two, and three, and, and things mm-hmm. will be better. Um, because it's really different for everybody. Yeah, that. it is. So. so what should I do if I'm worried about a friend or a relative's mental health? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of times the biggest thing is just being willing to, to talk about it um, with people, being willing to, uh, to bring up that subject. Um, because that can be hard. It mm-hmm. can be difficult to talk about. Um, our struggles can be difficult to talk about when we see a friend or a family member struggling with something. Um, uh, but a lot of times just being willing to talk about it, um, showing that you care, that sort of thing, and opening the, uh, the lines of communication there um, is uh, a lot of times really appreciated by a person who's struggling, the, someone who's hurting. Um, so, yeah, I think number one, being willing to talk about it, being willing to, to open those lines of communication. And then two, I think knowing what resources are out there. Um, you know, if it's a friend here on campus, uh, knowing uh, our resources in the uh, counseling center. Um, so we, um, we have counseling down in the, the health and wellness center and, and Doc Bryan. Um, uh, every tech student gets four free sessions per semester um, is the way that that works. Um, and we see students for all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, presenting problems, uh, anxiety, depression, relationship issues, stress, um, struggles with academics. I mean, I could go on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but that's a resource that's here on campus. Um, um, something that's good to know whether um, you need it or you have a friend that, that needs it. Um, so knowing what those resources look like, knowing where you can send somebody to get help, uh, I think is the other important thing there. All right. And now you kind of went into the next question. Yeah. What services do the Health and Wellness Center offer? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the big one is is the individual counseling. Um, and like I said, every tech student gets four free sessions per the, for that. Um uh, we also do offer uh, some counseling groups, um, so group counseling, and then we do a lot of outreach as well. Um, we'll have a lot of workshops throughout the, the school year on things like 
uh, stress and self-care and test anxiety and um, kind of a lot of different topics when it comes to, to mental health. So um, uh, those are the, the main things we do down there. Of course, we're there as well with the uh, the, the health side as well. Uh, so we got some nurse practitioners as well that um, uh, students are able to come in and, and have health issues looked at as well. So, um, you know, that's, that's what we're there for. We love meeting with students, uh, love getting to work with them and um, uh, helping them succeed. All right. And I know you talked about the counseling group, and yeah. I know there is a first-gen counseling group. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what is it? Yeah. Well, so we've tried a, a couple semesters now to, to do a, a good first-gen group, and unfortunately we haven't had a lot of uh, interest in mm-hmm. it at this point. Um, but that's something that, that we're always willing to offer, always willing to do, uh, to kind of get a group of, of students who uh, are first-generation students together and say, hey, what are you guys struggling with? Um, how can we uh, kind of uh, work on some of these issues? Um, how can we maybe uh, connect you with uh, places on campus maybe that would be helpful with this? So that's something we're always willing to do um, in, in the Health and Wellness Center. If there's a, a need for a counseling group, something like that, we, we love to do that. Okay. All right. And the last question is, what are some tips you want to give students to help their mental health? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about this today, and I think there's there's really three big ones that um, I tend to, to use a lot in counseling and, and I think are just pretty universal tips when it comes to managing stress, managing our mental health, that sort of thing. Um, so the big one um, is practicing good self-care. And so what I mean by that is um, the things we do to uh, just help us recharge our batteries. I like to use the analogy um, of a cell phone when I talk about self-care. So I've got an iPhone. Um, I call people, I can text people, I can spend way too much time on Twitter. Um, I can do work stuff on it. It's a pretty useful tool. It can do a lot of really good things. Um, But if I go home tonight and I get ready to go to bed and um, as I lay down I set my phone beside the bed and I don't plug it in, uh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and the battery's going to be dead on it. Um, and all those really cool things that my phone can do, when the battery's dead, it can't do any of them. Um, at that point, it's just a really expensive paperweight. That's about all it's good for at that point. And I think we work in a very similar way to that. Um, you know, the, the reality is, is that um, I fully believe all the students that, that I work with can be successful in school, can be successful in uh, their jobs and their relationships, all those sort of things. Um, but a lot of times, uh, you know, they're running around on a dead battery. <laughs> All of that stuff that they do uh, pulls a little of that, that energy out of them. And, and not because those things are bad things. School's a good thing. Work's mm-hmm. a good thing. Relationships are good things. But they drain us. They take some energy from us. So kind of what we have to be uh, aware of is, what am I doing to, to recharge that battery? What are the things that I can kind of point to and say, all right, this just helps me kind of recharge a little bit. Um, it'd be nice if I could say, do this, this, this. But the reality of self-care is it's different for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. What may be recharging for you may not be for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a cyclist. Uh, I enjoy jumping on my road bike and 
uh, riding 20 miles and I get done and I feel good. Like uh, it's just a recharging thing for me. Um, other people hear that and they think that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, I, but it's just because of personality differences. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other people, it's it's being uh, with friends a ton. Other people, it's uh, reading a good book, um, taking a walk, spending some time listening to music. It can be any number of things. And, and I think it's good, even if we have a, a couple of things we know are good, recharging self-care things for us. Um, if we know we have that kind of tool belt to go to, to say, all right, I'm just feeling really drained. What can I do to kind of recharge these batteries a little bit? Um, Then that can kind of keep us from running around with a a dead battery all the time. So that's one of the big things that I talk about a lot is is just practicing that good self-care, knowing what those things are that um, uh, recharge those batteries. The second thing I talk about a lot, especially when it comes to stress with academics and that sort of thing, is... Um, I like to ask a really silly question, um, which is, how do you eat an elephant? And of course the answer is one bite at a time. (laughs) So a lot of students come in very overwhelmed, stressed with kind of all this stuff that has to be done, especially once we get to this part of the semester where um, we're kind of coming up with the reality of uh, finals being here, projects being due, all that sort of thing. and when we look at all that, it gets pretty overwhelming. I mean, that's a pretty big elephant to eat at that point. Um, I, but what we have to do is kind of change how we're looking at it and think, all right, I can't eat that whole elephant today. There's no way to do it. What's today's bite? Uh, what's the bite that I can take care of today um, uh, to kind of uh, begin to work on that? Because that's a whole lot more manageable and a whole lot more over, or a whole lot less overwhelming with that. And if we can find ways to break those big tasks, the overwhelming uh, type things that, that kind of make us avoid and procrastinate when we think about them, if we can find ways to break them up into smaller pieces, a lot of times that makes them not so scary. It makes it to where uh, maybe we don't procrastinate as much with them uh, because they feel a lot more manageable. Those, those daily bites are, are a lot easier to eat than the whole elephant. Um, so those are kind of the big uh, two things that I like to talk about a lot of times when it comes to, to stress, especially with, with academics, especially kind of down towards the end of the semester. I think those two things a lot of times can, uh, can be uh, pretty helpful things to think about. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think my stress reliever is going shopping. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Even when I'm sad, I'm like, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go treat myself with something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Absol- don't know. Absolutely. It makes me happy, so. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's the thing. I mean, it's just a matter of uh, you knowing this is something that helps me just kind of recharge those batteries a little bit. Um, uh, it gives you a, a little bit of a, a second wind sometimes when, when we're feeling uh, drained. Um, so good. good. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for being yeah. able to come in and talking to us about mental health and giving us um, advice and tips on what we can do. And now, especially during this time that school is almost mm-hmm. over and people are always <laughs> stressing about finals and everything that's going on in their lives. I have some news. 
And today is the last episode of season one First Gen Table Talks. I would like to thank everyone for their support on following us throughout this journey of First Gen Table Talks podcast. I have met so many people throughout our special guests and the stories I have heard. A big shout out to all of our guests who have participated in this podcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for following us in this journey. But also, don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook, we are Arkansas Tech First Generation Student Experience. And on Instagram, we are ATU First Gen. Thank you, everyone.